Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your host for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They will be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You are encouraged to call in and share your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Are you ready for your dose of hope? You are listening to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining. Jeremy Dunn has returned. Hello, Jeremy. Well, hello. I feel like hello? I haven't spoken to you forever. We miss you. I, I know it's been like a, it's been like a whole month. Yay! But you know what? I could okay. resist. I couldn't resist because we have on tonight Aaron Laxton, and and I needed to um, bring my full blown self onto the air. Yes, it's always fun to have Aaron on. I think um, you, you know we're going to be talking about that—the whole full blown, yes. full blown thing, right? Yes, we will bring that up and speak with Aaron about that because that's one of his sore subjects, hey. and I think it's important because people still use that term. So it's um, not—it's not a sore subject. I think it's funny. No, it's a sore subject for for Aaron. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Aaron. Aaron's cute. He lives in the Midwest. What can we? I can't fault him for that. <laughs> so so tell me tell me what have you been up to? I know um, for those who are joining us for the first time, we actually uh, we we took off for a little while. We took off two weeks back to back. We took off one uh, for my birthday that has passed, um, and we took off for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I had a soccer tournament all weekend, so I was in no shape or form in any kind of way going to do a radio show. I could barely even move my legs. Um, so, you know, so we've been gone. And then last week we uh, returned, or I returned with uh, Mark King sat in and we did a, a really interesting uh, show on different kinds of hot topics. You know, Mark was just featured on the cover of uh, Pause Magazine and he wrote an article about stigma. Um, and, you know, I wanted to bring him on so we could talk about that because it's important for him to to share his thoughts. He he takes the side that, you know, some people, did you check out that article, Jeremy? I did. I actually read it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually where I yeah, saw it. Yeah, I can read. I saw it. <laughs> I just didn't know if you saw it. Yeah, well, no, that. no, I can read. Yeah, it's 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 a good thing. I could put words together and make sentences. It's a nice thing. So, it is. Um, what were your thoughts? I thought it was a great article. I, I think anything that, that Mark does is is amazing. I, I, Magic. Of course, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little biased because, well, frankly, I have a huge crush on Mark King. So if, if he's listening, um, oh, well, the secret is out. There it is. I said it, but I, I, I think anything that he does is magic. I, I think that anything that he does is amazing. So I, I love Mark, and um, and I happen to agree with him. I, I do. Yeah, there. So um, yeah, so you people can check that out and um, that interview with Mark and, and the Hot Topic show last week, and all our previous shows that we've had before. I mean, I think we're close to almost over. I want to say over two hundred shows, but I'm not sure. Well, I know we're getting close to that number. Um, you can check them on the archives on Blog Talk Radio. You can go to pauseim.com, or you can download them free off of iTunes. So that's um, always fun and interesting for those who don't know that you can actually download everything for free that you may have missed. So um, tell us, last week you were at Queen's Pride. Um, this week is Philly's Pride. Uh, how, what was going on? How was it? It was, it was my first, first, time it, it was my first, my first Queen's Pride. And it was awesome. Um, there's a lot of um, – I, I just have to tell you that I'm very partial to the Latin boys. And we have a lot of Latin boys here in, in Queens. And, um, <clears throat> well, I could totally have sex with the entire uh, continent of South, South America. That's all there is to it. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, what? Huh? <laughs> it's an I'm on meds. Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm on meds. So, what, did you enjoy I mean, what events? 
What do you mean, did I enjoy it? Did I not just tell you that I could have sex with the entire continent of South South Carolina, of South America? (laughs) But but what events did you go to there that you, did you go? Oh, the parade? Well, what was funny is I went to a friend's brunch. They they were holding brunch, and um, they said, oh, the parade is only 45 minutes long, and it turned out to be two hours. Wow. That was fun. And then we went to bar hopping because that's what it's all about at Pride, right? And um, every every bar I went to, nobody spoke English. Um, and uh, and I, I kind of I kind of relished in the fact that I was the one of the only white boys with a full beard and, and everything. It, it it really helped my my outcome. <laughs> well, I'm glad to you had a good time, and there was a good reason that there was a good reason that you um, yes, it, um, exactly. Took off last and, week. Well, and it was my first one. You know, it's my right. first, and and I've got a I just like when um, Queens, well, not Queens, when New York Pride happens, I will probably not be on the air because I'm going to be out doing revelry, and uh. And I will most likely take Monday and Tuesday off just to recover. <laughs> well, that's that's cool. That's good. I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself, you know, since it was the first time up there during that time. And, you know, it sounds yeah, like a lot of fun. Exactly. And and what did you do today for 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 Philly Pride? Um, I actually didn't do anything. Um, I guess, Okay, uh, we're done. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this show is now <laughs> done, and we are going off the air. And you will hear yeah. a uh, just just the test pattern from now on between now and ten o'clock. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not really big into it. Uh, the soccer guys had some, uh, you know. Okay, again, um, we're going to have 45 minutes of test pattern, ladies and gentlemen. Have a nice evening. Like, are you are you there? Oh, I'm here. I I, I can't believe that you didn't go to Pride. I, it's not my thing. I just don't do it. It's just not something that I enjoy going to. Um, I don't know. I just Robert. I think to do. It's just not. Robert. Sorry. Robert. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't anybody call in. It's just going to be Robert and me, and it's going to be Jeremy chastising Robert for the next 45 minutes. Are you done? No, we have forty. We we have we have forty five minutes to go, and when Aaron comes on, he's going to help me chastise you. I know Aaron. Oh, this is going to be a good hour. <laughs> oh Lord, Lordy, Lordy, Jeremy. Yeah, um, no, no. I, I'm drinking a lot of water right now. Ow, my head. Hurts. So, uh, talk so much. Uh, one of the things I did want to um, bring up is coming up in July is the ADAP Advocacy Association's um, ADAP Summit. So if people are interested in going to that, you can find information on um, that uh, conference by going to adapsadvocacyassociation.org and clicking their events page, and all the information is there. Uh, Branding Makstada, our friend of the show here, is the guy to speak to uh, and contact about um, going to that conference because it's important. What, now, what does ADEF stand for? Come, yeah, I'm here. So tell us what ADEF stands for. AIDS Drug Assistance Program. And it is a program and, that is set in place to help those who cannot afford their medications like myself. Really? Yes, I am on SBBP. Until nice. I get my, hopefully, yeah. Well, it's not nice. I mean, well, I'd rather have a, nice. I'd rather right. have a good job that pays me well and gives me benefits and, you know, health insurance, but... You know, it it has helped me, you know, over the last few years, and it's you know, it's an important program. I don't think I'd be able to be on medications and be undetectable and be as healthy as I am if I, you know, without wasn't it. receiving the yeah, without getting the medication. So Good for you. thank God that it is put in place. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, I, I just want to mention one other thing. Do you know what we're going up against tonight? What are we going up against? The Tonys. Oh, well, I'm worried about it. We look it's Sunday. We get um, all the awards. We, Robert, all the gays are watching the Tonys. 
That's okay. Not a, gay people aren't the only people that listen to our show. No. No. Really? In two thousand in two thousand and thirteen, let's give this news alert to everybody. It's breaking news. You're going to hear it here first. In twenty thirteen, HIV is not a gay disease. It isn't. Here <laughs> first. No. Get out of here. So shut up. <laughs> shut, shut, shut up. So let's, Shut up. Um, are, are you kidding me? HIV is a gay disease? No, it's not. I'm, you know, it's, it's the truth. So, what, if you heard it, stop talking room. Well, then, I don't truth. want it anymore. If it's not going to be just gays only, I don't want it anymore. If it's going to be what? straight people, uh, um, I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. I want something else. I want something that only gays have. Well, sorry, you can't. Let's, Why? Um, I see our, our our guest is here, so let me go ahead and bring Where? Adam on. Where is he? Are you ready for this, Jeremy? I'm ready for it. Are you ready for it? All right, let's take a quick break, and we will bring on Aaron Laxton. I contracted a preventable disease from a guy that looks good and smells good, but never mentioned that he had HIV. But he is not to blame. I should have loved myself enough to protect myself. But through it all, I found self-love, and it's the greatest thing I ever felt. I was never less than or equal to AIDS, but always greater. I just realized that not caring for myself or my body, I was my biggest hater. I am author of the Naked Truth, Marvin Brown, and I am greater than AIDS. And we are back live here on Pazime Radio. So, my, so, uh, so really, H, HIV really isn't a gay disease? Jeremy, let me bring on our guest, okay? I will bring him on. Hurry on. Hurry up. Hurry up. Because i gotta, I got to get I gotta closure to this. We already have closure to it. We know it's not. We I'm, I don't have closure. No, 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 no. I don't have closure. Aaron, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Thanks for joining us. So, tonight. so Aaron, can you can you put this to bed? HIV. I hear that you've already got Jeremy going. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Jeremy's going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I want to know, Aaron, is HIV a gay-only disease? Well, I mean, technically, the the answer to that is it's not a gay disease, but. You know, gays have been disproportionately affected by HIV, so the LGBT community has bore the brunt of the largest infections and losses. So, I mean, it's kind of a two-part answer. Oh, God, you're going to be one of those, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's full-blown. How how are you? I know, exactly, exactly, because only gays can be full-blown. I mean, if you want something that only gays have, we have fabulous hair, we have great fashion design, and some people have herpes. And so if you go with that, then that's something that gays have, okay? Oh, God. You're welcome. (sighs) There we go. Okay, I'm so glad I'm drinking water tonight. So, Aaron, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. I just had some sushi with my friend and uh, had some sake. We, you know, I'm feeling good. I figured I would get on Jeremy's same level. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I think it'll take you a little while to get there. <laughs> oh, no, I doubt it. Hold on. Let me take, take a drip of my vodka and juice drink. <laughs> so um, what, what's been going on with you? I mean, I've seen you've been going to a lot of different conferences and stuff. Um, yeah, I was up at IML in Chicago, which is not really HIV-related, but it was lots of fun. And then uh, You were at IML, weren't you? Oh, I trust me, I was at IML. Yes, I heard, because it's all over the Internet. Well, I Aaron Lackton was international mail. Hopefully you got to see the, uh, the good videos. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. But I'm getting ready to be in uh, to uh, travel to L.A. to do some work for the um, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, and then I'll be back in St. Louis, uh, and then I'll be in D.C. the end of July and the first week of August for the AIDS Clinical Trials Group. When are you coming so, to New York? Um, when are you going to invite me? You know, I, I you've never officially invited me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Laxton, 
on the air, I am openly inviting you to New York. <laughs> Come whenever you feel like it. All right, Daddy. You got it, boy. All right, that's it. That was my full-blown invitation. Oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> so, so, so since, since, since Jeremy has, has been kind of bringing this up since from the beginning of the show, um, let's talk about the term um, that full you blown. love so much, Aaron, full-blown AIDS. Um, ex- explain to people why that bothers you. Well, it, it so it bothers me because there's no such thing as full-blown AIDS. There, there's no, you know, you it's either HIV or AIDS. There's no full-blown AIDS. And I know people love to say this, and I've got heated <laughs> debates about it. I want to punch people in the throat when they say, it, "There's no full-blown AIDS, Jeremy." <laughs> <laughs> You're not funny. I am funny, and people. I, I, David Ponsart thinks I'm funny. He so, thinks it's funny. So, 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 when people wait, 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 term, wait, hold on, hold on, Robert, Robert, wait, 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 wait. We we gotta we we need to we we need to rewind this a little bit. <clears throat> Jeremy, you're all over, buddy. What's up? No, 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 I'm not done. So back in what was it June? It was June, Take right? Adderall. Take your Adderall. <laughs> Take my Adderall. No, no, no. We need to re- we need to rewind a little bit. So back in June, we were all staying together at the uh, the, the International AIDS Conference in Washington D.C. And in walks Aaron. Aaron, was, so it was myself, uh, Robert, Aaron and David, and uh, some other, and one other person, that, that we were all together in, in, in one little apartment. Oh, that hurt. Um, I hope somebody didn't get hurt with that. Um, but, uh, but we were all staying together, and in Fox airing goes, there was no such thing as full-blown AIDS. I'm, I'm so tired of this full-blown AIDS thing. So, so it's been an ongoing joke for for the four of us now for how many months? Almost a year. A year. Next month. This month. Well, the, I, yeah, I mean, people, year, guys. People have, you know, in the early days of the plague, right? A person would go to the doctor and they would have a CD4 count of five, and of course, you know, that was just we were learning a lot about HIV and AIDS. Um, and so that's where it, it comes from, but it just always makes me cringe. Hello. Makes me cringe when, when people say that. And Jeremy likes to say it to me just to get my goat. You're right. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, okay, Robert. Yes, we can move on to hot topics now. Sorry, sorry. I, I had to get the full-blown thing out of the way. <laughs> well, I know it's coming up, so I wanted to start off with that at first. So, uh, Aaron, come, come, coming coming to uh, to the show tonight. What are some topics that you would like to discuss as you know our our, our guest co-host? Gay pride. Okay. Robert doesn't have any. Robert doesn't have gay pride. No. No, I ha- no, no. Wait, there's a difference. No. I have gay pride. Okay. I just don't go to the gay pride here in Philly. I just don't. It's just not that's something because you don't that, have any. That's not true. It's true. I have plenty of pride. No, Look, you I don't like the gays. I, I had gay pride today at my cousin's one-year-old birthday party. Okay? Yeah, but did you go I, to any of the events? No. No. I just, look, I'm because, not because you don't who, like us. I'm not, I'm not somebody who likes to drink tons a lot and go around and that's what people do there and it's just it's not my scene so it's so, not how it is so so, so I, just, I, I wrote today pride? about i wrote today about pride right and i wrote um a little blog about it and you know what are we proud of and and so this is a question for for all of you you know i always say you know i'm a person living with hiv <clears throat> hiv excuse me and i'm 
proud and unashamed of what I am, right? So how do people feel about when a person says that they are unashamed of having HIV and, you know, proud, the definition of pride is having self-respect. Right. And I think I have plenty of that, Jeremy. I think he does, nope. too. I think you do, Robert. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> there, I'll think that? about it. But, I mean, but it, yeah, I mean, it, so it there. <laughs> but, I mean, it's funny because, you know, Aaron, we both log for the body, and, and one of the things they do is they, uh, during Pride Month they uh, have their bloggers blog about it. And I didn't do it this year, but I know, like, in, in the previous year I wrote about how I've, I went from, you know, growing up we have no pride because, you know, I was being teased for, you know, being called gay, being called a fag, this and that. So you learn to kind of hate being gay into then blossoming and into accepting your, you know, your gayness, your, uh, your, well, your gayness, your sexuality. Your full-blown, your, your full-blown gayness. Yes. And then, you know, moving on to now having so much pride, you know, in who I am that, like, I don't care who knows. It's just kind of weird that I went through different stages of pride and is, is that something that you think is, is common? I mean, did you go through – how was it for you? Did you always, Were you always proud of who you were? Well, I mean, no. I think anyone our age – I mean, I'm 24. Um, you bitches are a little Oh, you're older. so old. <laughs> um, but, are um, you really 24? You know, for our, us younger listeners, um, no, I'm 30, I'll be 34 next month. You know that. Oh, thank God. You know, so I think I was, was going to say I'm like, uh-uh, you're not 34, but you look old, bitch. Oh, oh, that hurts me right here in my special spot. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> well, I'm I the old one are, on the phone. We go through our 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 time of self exploration and coming to terms with who we are, and I think pride for each person is going to be very different. Um, you know, the last couple of years, yeah, I've been very involved with pride here in St. Louis, and I volunteer and, and do different things. You're right, Robert. I mean, the partying and, and drinking and going out and doing those things, that is a part of the Pride celebrations, but it's not the only part. Right. And so it's a time for us to actually come out, be a community, um, and say, you know what, well, we're living out loud and proud, and we, we're not going to accept the backseat on the metaphorical bus. Right. So we have to all remember that... It was because of Stonewall, you know, the Stonewall riots that, that the Pride celebrations came about. Um, because it, 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 people were being arrested for being gay. People were being persecuted for being gay here in the United States. And, and, and that's where the Pride celebrations came, came from. And I think they've morphed over time into a great big party celebration. You know, you know it, it is a time to party. It is a time to celebrate. It is time to, you know, pick up a glass and toast. And and you're right, Robert. Not everybody is a big drinker. Not everybody is a big, you know, likes to party. Not everybody likes to do all that stuff. So, and, 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 I, and I kid with you. I, I absolutely do. But it, it's... You know, I think we all show our our pride in different in different ways. It's you went and show and and shared your pride with your family. Me, I wear a headdress and a bonnet and a, and a dress, and I and I head out and I run in a parade. Of course you do. We would expect nothing less from you. <laughs> <laughs> she can also be found doing drag on the Upper East Side every weekend, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Upper West Side. Oh okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the park. <laughs> let, let, let me um just hold the conversation for one second. I actually have a yeah. caller here, so I could bring on um area code six seven eight. You're on the air. Who's this? Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Hello. Oh, this is John. How are you doing? Well, hello, Good, John. John. How are you? Hello, Jeremy, Robert, and Aaron. I, well, like, hello, so John. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sandra Bernhard. Uh, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I well, it's hot topic night. So should I? I guess I should have a hot topic, right? Or, or you something that you want on to the talk one about? that we're talking about? 
Well, I guess I could ask a question about um, the whole thing with uh, people saying there's a cure for HIV and um, they just haven't come out with it yet, like the government or the pharmaceutical companies are hiding it. Have you heard this thing before? Does anyone want to... Say that one more time? Oh, just that... um, that supposedly there is a cure, that there's a lot of people who believe there is. I don't believe this, but a lot of people believe that there is a cure that is um, not John, being released. Yeah. John, John, are you one of the conspiracy theorists? <laughs> yes, I, I am. I think Kennedy... Okay. <laughs> you, you think Kennedy is alive and he's holding the, the AIDS uh, <laughs> cure that was developed by the aliens that were found in Roswell. Done. He's with Fox. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, so I mean, I can I can tell you from my work with the AIDS clinical trials group, um, you know, obviously there's always going to be these conspiracy theories that you know big pharma is holding on to the cure and it, it's not profitable. Look, I can't say one way or the other. All I know is that you know I can live a very healthy life because the medications are out there. You and everybody else that is living with HIV can live a healthy life and. And if there is a cure that comes down the pike, then at this time we'll deal with that. Um, I don't get too wrapped up in the what ifs and you know all those things. I live mm-hmm. right now, and I think that's the best way that we can live our lives. Um, just be as healthy as what we can for our families and for our friends. Sounds good to me. And Tupac <laughs> is still alive. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Who? who? I don't know. Who and, and Tupac is still alive, by the way. Oh Lord! That that was Aaron, by the way. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, Aaron. that was Aaron. Aaron, Aaron speaking. Uh, <laughs> Tupac is still alive. Okay. Um, actually, Tupac is dead. He was killed by Biggie. <laughs> oh, you but, mean P Diddy? Who? Oh. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie got killed. No, Tupac. They all got killed. Fifty Cent. No, oh, it was Lord. Fifty Cent. <laughs> two, two, yeah, Tupac, P Diddy, and Biggie. And 50 cents. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> change, I, I have to tell you, change is going out the window. Nobody's going to be using silver dollars anymore. Poor 50 cents. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I've got over the I bet you do. <laughs> Thanks, John, for calling in. Oh. We love you. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, um, so, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I don't know, um, one of the topics. If you want to uh, tweet us a topic, you can tweet us at Pause with the topic, or you could actually put it in the chat room if there's something specific you want to talk about. Um, let's talk about uh, stigma and, and, and things along that. Um, you know, one, our friends at the Stigma Project do a great job of raising awareness online with, you know, their, their, um, their what do you call it, their images and, and stuff like that. Um, what are what are some issues surrounding stigma that you think we should address, Jeremy? What does that sound? I don't know. It's not on my end. Jeremy, right, I don't there. know if I can really handle you talking about your end. <laughs> you like to hear <laughs> Most men do. <laughs> oh, Lordy, 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 Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Well, I mean, oh, stigma, what? I mean, it, you know, Stigma, when I hear the word stigma, Robert, because that's one of the things that when I go out to L.A. I'm speaking about, is, you know, right now the number one item that's really stigmatizing those that are living with HIV is criminalization. And um, Barbara Lee from California has reintroduced the Repeal Act, um, and there's a lot of misconceptions regarding HIV criminalization and criminalization laws. Um, 36 states have some form of criminal statutes that criminalize um, HIV through exposure or transmission. My state of, home state of Missouri has some of the strictest um, and most draconian laws. Um, so, you know, one thing that people can do out there that are listening is, you know, contact their uh, members of Congress and ask them to co-author or to co-sign with um, Barbara Lee's uh, Repeal Act that is, has been reintroduced under this Congress. Um, you know, I think that's going to help us get a blanket uh, uniformity in regards to ha- the application of law. 
Oh, that's good. So when do you go out there to speak? Uh, I go out there on the uh, June 20th, and I return the 23rd. And you're, and that's with the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Yes. Huh. Yes. Yeah, so it'll be my first time in LA. I'm pretty excited. You've never been to Los Angeles. I have not. I have not. Okay. Make sure you get your Botox and tan. Well, you know, I'm hoping <laughs> that while I'm out there that I'll be able to link up with Jamar. Um, I haven't seen him since last year. Um, Is and, he in LA uh, now? Yeah, he he moved to LA and he is a a busy a busy kid. Um but you know, he recently this week he came out um with some very powerful statements against President Obama um regarding really? yeah, regarding the president's um lack of funding for PEPFAR um and basically, you know, he said, "Hey, I really support um President Obama, but this president has done far less than President Bush and that's basically you know, despicable. Um, so I would encourage everybody to look up, um, I think it was in the Huffington Post, um, Jamar, and it was actually a series of other uh, well-known celebrities that kind of came together. Um, and and so I was very proud of, of Jamar for making that statement. And he's actually going to be in Philly um, this Wednesday. Um, I think, I don't know if he's performing, but he's going to be at actually where I go my clinic, the Philadelphia fight here uh, on Wednesday the 12th, I, I think in the evening at 4 o'clock. I don't know if he's performing or just speaking there, but I just actually came across it today on Facebook, and I was like, hey, I didn't even know he was coming, so I'm hoping that maybe I can connect with him because I know he's changed his number a few times, and then I changed mine, and we haven't reconnected yet. But Well, have you, uh, have you thought about that he was trying not to, like, you know, he was. You know, this this was you know his way of saying there's a restraining order against you, Robert. <laughs> yeah, probably. Twitter girl, how you Twitter? <laughs> well, that too, he's blocked in already. So so let's open up the phone lines. If you're interested in calling in oh, and have a question okay. for us or have a topic you want to discuss, you can reach us at three four seven two one five nine four four two. Jeremy, what's the next topic you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, oh, oh. Um, what about this thing the the Brits are doing? Is it the British? The the so-called cure vaccine thing that they've got going on. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what is it? What? Explain. I don't know. Well, I haven't heard about it. So. Well, what they've done is they found that in 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 the laboratory, and they're moving on to human trials, is that they've been able to uh, uh, flush out the HIV virus from its reservoirs, the hidden reservoirs, you know, and they're able to get the the immune system to actually fight the HIV virus and, and kill it. And they're and it, 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 it's a promising, yet controversial uh, um, uh, step forward. And uh, they've been and some people have been calling it a cure. Some people have been calling it a vaccine. And AIDS Meds and Pause Magazine has come out and said, "Hey, don't be too hasty." So, so what are, what do other people think about this? I mean, the, the the theory of flushing is nothing new. I mean, in in going towards a functional cure, so if we look at the Timothy Ray Browns and we look at the child in Mississippi and so forth and so on, flushing is a natural part of, you know, because you can have an undetectable viral load, right, but the amount of virus that's in your CNS and in your gut and in your organs can be very different. So, um, so what is CNS, central nervous system, right? Right, right. So uh-huh. the problem is is that you can be undetectable, but in, let's say, your semen or in your brain or whatever, it, it's different. So the, the big challenge right now is we have antiretroviral medication that can knock out all but, let's say, 10 copies of the virus per, you know, uh, measure that they do, for, you know, milliliter or whatever. Um, microliter. Um, 
but they can't get that that 10 copies and less. And that's really what cure research and what the vaccine is focused on now. How do they knock out that remaining amount that, you know, you can live a, a relatively long and healthy lifestyle, uh, lifespan um, on antiretrovirals, but these medications are hard on your system and they are hard on your kidneys and, and uh, liver and so forth. So I... You know, I, I look at all of these whenever the media likes to sensationalize any report of a cure or a vaccine. I just tell people, you know, continue taking your medications. The best chance that any of us have to get cured if a cure does come down the pike is to be as healthy as possible. Robert? Uh, no, I, 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 I agree. I, I would not suggest not taking, I mean, for people, I mean, you know, just for me, the, the whole cure thing, they, like you said, um, Aaron, they, they do kind of like throw it around that word. And I, I don't appreciate it. I think it kind of confuses people and it confuses the youth that, you know, hearing that there's a possible cure, they just feel cure. And they kind of totally think that there's shit that they don't have to worry about. They don't have to worry about using condoms or worried about catching any, you know, kind of, you know, HIV or any kind of STD because there's cures for this or a pill for that. And I just think that they sensationalize the word, and it's it's too much. It confuses so, so, people. So 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 let's let's keep on this similar topic and kind of move on to treatment as prevention, um, where you know several studies have come out that says that if you're on if, if you are on antiviral medicine the uh, chances of um, transmission are less than 2%. Right. I so, mean, the, yeah. So so how, what do you think about um, men who say, you know what, you know what, if the chance is less than 2%, I discuss it with my sexual partners, and we decide to have bareback sex. And, and mind you, we were all procreated and conceived from bareback sex, by the way. And I, I, hate the, right. I, I, I hate the term bareback. All right? I like, I like it, raw. I like raw. I like raw, thing. too. But I don't like bareback. It's like, come on. It, it's, it's, it's demonizing. It's, 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 it's stupid. But if you don't want to wear a condom and, um, <clears throat> and you have the discussion with your sexual partners, do you think that it's, it's – what do you think, Aaron? Tell us what you think about this. Well, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I hate condoms, and I, I believe in uh, two consenting adults having a conversation. And if you understand HIV, you understand that I am undetectable, and the current data that we have that was just, um, you know, uh, presented at Croy showed um, that, you know, there is that extremely low risk. Now, there's still a risk, but extremely low risk. Um, and, you know, some call it seroconverting, and there's always a debate about that. Um, I just think it's ultimately up to two people that, that make the conform, or informed uh, decision. But me personally, I hate condoms. Hate them, hate them, hate them. And um, if there's a way not to use them, I won't. And that's, uh, that's honestly who I am. <laughs> you know what? And, and i got to tell you, Aaron, I've I, I got to tell you, I'm right with you. I, I hate them, too. I don't like the way they feel. I don't like what um, – I, I just don't like them. I, 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 I don't at that's all. That's a conversation, and, you know, uh, Josh Kruger um, has written about it and others. You know, that's a very real conversation that we need to have. Look, the PC conversation with condoms this, condoms that, condoms are one piece of this puzzle. But if condoms alone could resolve the HIV issue, we still would have the extremely high numbers – of 13 to 24 year olds that are becoming infected. Um, if HIV, if condoms alone could fix it, we wouldn't be where we're at. So it's that's right. Um, but I think we have other pieces such as PrEP and PEP um, and all these other acronyms that a person has to figure out what works for them. So, so let's talk about PrEP and PEP. What does PrEP stand for? So PrEP is pre-exposure uh, prophylactic. It's basically um, it's, uh, basically for a uh, discordant couple 
where one person is positive and another person is negative. Um, and if taken appropriately, um, it reduces the chance of the negative partner becoming infected. And, and what is PEP? PEP is post-exposure prophylaxis. The most usually this is used just for like healthcare in healthcare settings, or where someone becomes exposed to HIV, um, and basically the person is giving high doses of antiretrovirals for like the, there's like a time window, but basically for the first week, um, in an attempt to block the virus from um, infecting the cells. Now, what Thank are your you. thoughts, Aaron? What, what are your thoughts? Because when when they when they use the PEP or the um, yeah the PEP, um, it's Travada, correct? Is what they're using at that the medicine. So, what right. are your thoughts on actually using a medication that is uh, like something that they could use? God forbid, if they actually did become infected later on down the line, that these people are now taking on a regular basis to kind of you know what I mean to prevent well, you know, it from that's the, interesting that's the interesting concept that came out of Croy, where the news of the little infant girl from Mississippi, who is now termed cured, there was two things that went on. One, the child was born from a mother who was HIV positive. Um, so there's two things. She was immediately given high doses of antiretrovirals. Um, and two, infants do not yet have reservoirs. Um, so this really, through our understanding of HIV and how we think about it, on its head. And so now researchers are going back and saying, well, hey, if we can treat a person within the first six months of them becoming, you know, of them converting, we really can have the best chance of the reservoir is not developing yet. Um, so I think it's a, we're going to see new strategies, and I think they're going to look you're always dealing with toxicity. So you can't go too high with these medications because you'll just, you reach the half-life of the medication and you can burn out your kidneys and liver and other organs that they're excreted through. You know, um, we actually got, we're down to like the last 15 minutes and actually um, one of the things I did want to talk about was the IMHIV positive page on Facebook. Um, you know, if you were at the International AIDS Conference and you didn't meet Aaron Laxton, you more than likely saw him or saw him and his sign or a picture of him and his sign afterwards because um, you made a splash when you were there. He was a media yeah. whore. Come on. Uh, I <laughs> what can I say? Daniel got a little pissed off at me. I mean, you know. <laughs> No, I, you know, I, and I'm actually, I'm very pleased now. I mean, there's several campaigns going on. Um, you know, the Rise Up to HIV, Kevin Maloney's um, No Shame campaign. There's other right. stigma campaigns. You know, look, here's the deal. This community that we live in is very small, and the, the activists and the people that are doing the work. And sometimes we have a tendency to kind of step up over people and to, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not about any one individual. So, you know, I was glad that I got a lot of press and, and that. But ultimately, it was about letting that person that's in, you know, Gravel Road, Mississippi, or Bangkok, Thailand, know that there's somebody else out there that's living with HIV, and they're not alone. And that ha that's what it has to be about. It has to be about the bottom line, not about any one individual. That's right. Mm. It has to be about the whole. The whole. The whole. About it, the it whole? can't be about the whole. You know, W H O L E, not H O L E. You, you filthy whore. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all in this together, and we're all in this to to end it. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's it, it, so so by, so Aaron got a lot of. Um, a lot of a lot of screen time because you know he stood out there with a big sign, I am HIV positive, and and he was out there. He was loud. He he, and that's of course what the what the news expects. But he also was speaking for every single one of us, not just himself. He was speaking for everybody, 
And uh, because of that, you know, he he's made quite a few, you know, he's made quite a few waves. And and I applaud you, Mr. Laxton. I applaud you. Well, thank you. I mean, I I'm I'm proud of the work that that we've all been able to do. You know, the YouTube videos have been viewed in 179 countries. Um, you know, I, I get 10, 15, 20 messages a week from people that are either newly diagnosed or maybe they've been diagnosed for a while and they've just stumbled upon whatever. Um, and that's really what lets us know that we're doing that. That's how Robert knows, and, and Jeremy, you know that pause I am, and, and each of our respective um, projects, that's how we're really achieving success. It's not because we're doing it for the money, because, God, there's no money in what we do. Um, we no. pay out of for everything that we do. But it's in that time of despair when a person thinks that there's nowhere else to go, and they reach out to us. And I know each one of you have stories like that, too, where someone reached out to you and said, whatever their message was, and that's what keeps us going to keep doing and keep persevering through a lot of strife and terminal or, you know, personal turmoil sometimes. <clears throat> Not terminal, turmoil, folks. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> but, no, you're right, Aaron. It, it's, you know, it, it, I'm I'm very open, I'm very honest, especially on Facebook and Twitter and things like that about my status. And, I get contacted from people, you know, from my favorite stories are are the people that I get contacted from are like in Egypt or Saudi Arabia. Um, the places where they have nowhere else to turn to. Right. Because in those, in, in that area of the country, I've gotten contacted from um, gentlemen from Iran uh, two women from uh, Dubai, they will be stoned or killed. And, you know, as as as, as bad as we think we have it here in the United States, and, and I have to, and I just have to say this, as we think that, you know what, we don't have, you know, centralized health care, um, we have the criminalization thing going on, just being HIV positive in some of those countries is a death sentence, literally. They will be arrested and executed. And and when when I hear these stories, it makes me think, my God, just how lucky I am to be living where I live. Even though by by any means, it's not perfect here. And and I think all of us will will know that it, it's certainly not perfect at all. It's but, not, and I, I you know what you're saying, you know, and I think that's the that's the importance, and that's why when the celebrity stepped up this week to say that the president's lack of commitment towards PEPFAR, um, which is uh, it, it funds the global fight against HIV and AIDS, um, you know, we have a commitment to. Um, to the world to make sure that everyone has access to the medications that will keep them alive, not just in this country, but abroad as part of our foreign policy. Um, and, and those stories, they always get to me because, you know, we sometimes, we only look at our own situation and it's hard to yep. see outside of the box. But for that person mm-hmm. that's in, you know, in Africa, there's still, you know, thousands of people that die a day. Um, from uh, AIDS-related illnesses. And so if they had access to um, ARBs um, and if Gilead and the other drug companies that hold the patents on these, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to preach against Big Pharma for a second, would actually ease up and re- relinquish some of the control of these medications, um, it'd be a little bit easier, right? It, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'll step off my box now. No, no, I I agree with you. We 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 need to make sure that uh, these patents expire, so that um, generics can be produced here in the United States, so that people can pay. Go to and I hate to use the Walmart term, but people can go to Walmart and pay four dollars for their HIV medication. Yep. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes, no one Lord. should ever have to make a decision between housing, feeding their children, 
child care, having gas to go to work, or their HIV medications. And these are the things that we hear daily, and this is the important work. Um, the uh, ADAP Advocacy Association is going to be meeting in, in D.C. here at the beginning of July, and it's the important work of the ADAP um, Advocacy Association because it's, there's still a fight going on. We None of yeah. us know what's going to happen with the Affordable Care Act and what that's going to mean for Ryan White. And so, and, and I know that Robert, you're you're on that um, on that board, and so it's very important important work that you all are doing over there. Will you be at the conference in July? I do not know yet if I will be. I'm going to try though. Okay. I don't know if DC can handle both of us in DC again. Well, you know what? If you two are in D.C., I'm coming down. We'll have to hit up the 7-Eleven again for wings. It's July uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I might be able to do that. I'll be in North Carolina the week before. Yeah, so, um, well, hopefully you guys will be there. It would be great to, to see you guys again. It's been a while. Another user has logged in using your account. You are disconnected. No? Um, so, so, That's so not good. Aaron, you know, we're down to the last couple of minutes. Um, let me let me ask you this: um, Where can people find more information about you? What is your Twitter handle so they can follow you on Twitter and all that information? Well, on uh, Twitter, I'm just Aaron Laxon, A A R O N L A X T O N. The easiest way that people can find me is just Google my name, Aaron Laxon, and um, everything you want to know about me, including my shoe size and what size underwear I. It's on Google, so. <laughs> and by the way, he's a big leather queen, ladies and gentlemen. Just saying. Yeah. That's leather There's dirty, a, you boy. But b- b- before I let you go, tell me a little bit. How is HIV received in the leather community? You know, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, that, that's a tricky question. I mean, it's more accepted in the leather community because many times the leather community engages in more risky behavior and, and, and activities mm-hmm. that make us more prone to HIV infection. Um, right. By and large, um, HIV infection is not an issue um, as it typically is in other sectors of the LGBT community. All right. No, that's, that's absolutely true. You're, you're absolutely... And a lot of the leather community is the first one uh, is the first community to step up and um, and support the HIV community as well. Well, and the, and the lesbians. Let's not forget about the lesbians because the who? The, we're, the lesbians because oh, oh yeah, the lesbians. I have a couple coming over to fix my plumbing tomorrow. Well, the lesbians in the early days of the plague um, in California and San Francisco, they set up um, clinics. For basically, they were hospice clinics for AIDS patients to basically go to and pass away. And die. And the lesbians were coordinating blood drives and were coordinating care. Um, so sometimes, you know, we tend to kind of forget about people who are caregivers. Um, right. But as a community, we really pitched in and, and said, hey, this is an issue. And this is why in the beginning we were talking about gay pride. It is a gay issue, and I will stand by Jeremy on that. Um, and the gays need to once again get angry and get pissed off about HIV and actually stand up and let their voices be heard rather than being a bunch of pacifists and accepting whatever the government gives us. Absolutely. And, and i got to tell you, <clears throat> there was a controversial uh, uh, campaign that went through and and I have a picture of it. It's on my Facebook, and I think I should bring it up again. And it's, it has two men hugging each other, and, and both of them looking at each other, and it says, HIV is a gay disease. And I posted that a couple of years ago, and I got so much flack over it. And 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 I think people really miss miss the point. It's because... HIV is a gay disease. HIV is a heterosexual disease. HIV is a bisexual disease. HIV is a, you know, it's an everybody disease. But the problem is, is that the the gays have almost put it to the side. And the gays are the ones who I, I feel, by and large, 
are are the worst about stigma. Well, in the beginning of days, you know, when, before it was even AIDS, it was GRID. Yep, and they related. the uh, ACT UP and other uh, community members, you know, they would not stand for it being related to the gays. Um, and so, obviously, we know it's not exclusively to the gay community. However, the gay community has disproportionately bore, you know, bore the uh, the brunt of all of the infections and death. And, yep. you know, so, I mean, we have to acknowledge that we are being affected and we continue to be uh, affected and infected. And, and I believe it's still gay men who are 87% of all new infections. Yep. Well, I, th- I, I think I, I the think situation, that's the right statistic. I think you're close to that, Jerry. It's close to that. Um, but I think what the problem is, is, yeah, I think what the problem is is with the advance in medicine, the one one pill a day, you know what I mean, and with kind of this uproar about marriage equality, you know, the gay community has kind of focused their shift onto, you know, to gay to gay marriage. They find that that is more important to deal with because, you know, we're living longer, we're not dying anymore. I think they kind of found that that where they feel comfortable, where they can just focus more on equal rights. And I think that's kind of what the gay community as a whole is doing. I hate using the word gays. It makes me well, feel like, well, like, you know, like, I don't know, it's weird having well, that I, term. I think, I just, yeah, Peter Staley, he wrote a, a uh, an op-ed who I loved long ago. By the way, and I he, love Peter he Staley. He said, you know, everybody is all for marriage equality. Where is everyone for a cure for HIV. And it was very poignant. It was very, you know, we need to wake up and we need to be boisterous and we must demand this. Except, you know, sometimes we just get so accustomed to accepting whatever is given to us. Nothing's given to us. Act Up has fought for everything that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to only get to a cure if we continue to fight and continue to demand that HIV be on the forefront of the governmental response um, to eradicate HIV from um, the human race. Amen. Oh, Amen. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper just won Tony Ward winner for best score for Kinky Boots. Go, Cindy. Sorry. <laughs> There's a little gay pride for everyone. <laughs> Well, Talk here, I'm going to pick Cindy right now and tell her congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think she's calling into the show here. Let me bring her on the air. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? No, I think she's oh, giving Lord. her speech right now. No, well, no, but no, right. no. Hats off and heels off to Cindy Lauper. Thank you. You know, congratulations to her and Kinky Boots and, and Harvey Firestein. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. Congrats. Um, so, Aaron, I want to... Thank you for joining us for this hour. It was great to, to, to reconnect with you, and I hope that you actually do come to the conference in D.C. next month. You know, I'm going to go home right now, and I'm going to check and see how everything will, will work out, and hopefully I'll see you guys there. I would love to uh, catch up with all of you. I, I think yeah, it would be great. great. I'd love to hug you both. Yes. And, and this time I won't get off the train and act like an <laughs> idiot like I did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh. oh, Lord. <laughs> Where's my bag? Where's my bag? Oh, God, I left my bag on the train. <laughs> oh, Lord. God bless Daniel for that. All right. Well, Aaron, you have a great, you have a great night, and um, I will talk to you soon. All right, boys. Talk Aaron, to you later. Aaron, thanks so much for calling in. We love you. No problem. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, too. All right. <laughs> Crack me up. You can find more information on our guests. Aaron Laxton by following him on Twitter at Aaron Laxton um, is his handle. Uh, what an awesome guy! He's so brave, um, and he's just he's he inspires me. And I think that's just you know I don't know if I've ever told him that, but he's just one of those kid. I don't want to call him a kid, but he's one of those guys who you know I just feel like he's your age. Uh, he is. I thought he's he said thirty four. Oh, he's, he's thirty four. Yeah. Well, God damn, well, he looks young. There. How old are I'll you? Enjoy that. How, 34. Oh, <laughs> You're 34, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just turned 38. Oh, Lordy. Right. I'm still the old guy. 
You are. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, we'll return next week with a new guest and some more hot topics. Jeremy, uh, it was great talking to you. And um, It's great to be here. I love you, everyone. I love everyone. Where can people... Where can people find information on you at? At www.positivelyspeaking.com or at Facebook at Jeremy Dunn. There you and go. Twitter more at Positively Speaking. Yeah. I'm uh, information on myself and the radio show and links to Jeremy's sites and Twitter and all that. Go to POSIM.com. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. Jeremy, I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. We love everyone. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Figured I spit it like I actually have HIV. That way people will listen. 500,000 people just died from it, and awareness is what I stand for. I'm still standing better than I ever did. With that HIV. With that HIV. Get tested. Make sure you're not infected. I'm